Go ahead, Holmes. Oh, welcome to episode five of the Under Pressure Podcast. Dawson's here. Min, say hi. What's up, dude? So we just had Allison and Jen. Jen in, and they talked about a couple different things. What did you take away from the episode? Uh, well, I just love both of them. They're uh, so open-minded and funny and quick-witted, so I really like both of them. I really like talking to Allie about uh, being a teacher, Yeah. Um, just because I have such a like high level of respect for teachers. I, I like getting her perspective on that. Yeah, I thought it was great, too, just uh, having Jen, like her sense of humor. She mm-hmm. was very, I mean, she was very quick. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't quite see that coming out because I didn't, I didn't really know either one of them that well. Yeah. So just getting that from them was uh, was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a good episode. Check it out. Uh, let's do Allie's next. Uh, Allie, list your top five movies. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Drive. Nice. You're doing my top five. I really like mm. Titanic. Legally Blonde. No. No. Oh. Can you help me? What other movies do I Debbie like? Debbie Does Dallas. No. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. I always have a hard time. This is like top five bands. I always just mm. kind of blank. I got you, though. Yeah. I, I got your volume. So okay. You can shut <laughs> up now. Is you can just <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't care about your favorite movies. Yeah. Okay. I think we're good. Okay. I think we're about to start this thing. Welcome to the Quality Under Pressure podcast. My name is Min. What's up, Dawson? Hey, how you doing? Uh, too bad Dean's not here today, huh? Right. I know. It's okay. I'll, I know. Fa- I'll check the facts today. I gotta do family stuff. Oh, me, me, me. We <laughs> were your family. I gotta go to Rochester. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited today because we have two very funny people in studio. Uh, they're sisters. This is the first podcast where we have siblings on. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, their names are Allie and Jen. Um, I know Allie from high school. Yes. And Jen through Allie. Yes, that's correct. Yes. But you guys are lovely people, beautiful people, in and out, oh, hilarious. Oh. Yeah. Do you guys get your sense of humor from fam? Allison's doing a lot of facial expressions, <laughs> which always works really well on <laughs> <in> the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get our sense of humor from our family? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Grandpa, probably mostly. Yeah. Kill or be killed kind of mentality. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to be with it or you're going down. So yeah. if you're not talking shit at Thanksgiving, then shit will you're... be talked about you. Yeah. Then someone's right. talking shit about you. Right. <laughs> Dang. Because yep. mm-hmm. uh, you do a lot of comedy movies too. And I think the first thing that I liked about you. Like, cause in high school, like we knew each other, yeah. But it's not like we hung out. Um, but then when I heard that uh, Superbad was your favorite movie or your favorite oh, comedy movie, yes, I was yes. Like, oh for man, sure. like I would get along with her. Yeah, like, my it, best friend and I quote it constantly still yeah. to this day. Yeah. yeah. What is your now? What is your favorite comedy movie? I think it's probably still Superbad. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think I mean, me it's. Too. I think it stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad even likes it. Really? I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but... Did you watch it with him? Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) So uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. We saw that together, didn't we, Dawson? In theaters? Uh, I don't know. I think I saw that in St. Cloud. Oh, you bitch. So I don't know that I saw it with you, Okay, but it was definitely a St. Cloud. I'm pretty sure it was St. Cloud with Tony and Wes and those guys. Okay. But uh, I'm sure we've seen it many times. Yeah. That's good. Jen, what's your favorite comedy movie? Um... 
I mean, overall, it's probably Ferris. It's probably Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But in the last like ten years, is Spy. Spy. I oh, cried, the, oh, yeah. laughed at Spy. Yeah. Oh, I saw. Yeah, that was really good. There was I saw, some good stuff in there. Yeah, because I didn't know it was like going to be rated R. I don't know why. I mean, it says right on the cover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I watched it and I thought it was going to like be this PG thirteen film because I didn't yeah. know Melissa McCarthy that like yeah that well. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it was good, man. Maybe yeah. I, I I watch it. I probably watched it like six times. Wow. Recently or? Um, yeah. Fairly. Yeah. Last, last night. Like, yeah. Last night. <laughs> last night. I mean, last night I watched it six times. Yeah. She, well, she has a new movie too, right? Doesn't she? But like, it's like a, like a drama. Um, I think she has something, but I don't know anything about it. Okay. I mean, I can make something up for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. I Keeping think she's a dinosaur times. in it. <laughs> yeah. T-Rex. Yeah. That makes sense. Dinosaur. Velociraptor. <laughs> Name dinosaur. What are, what are your parents like? Oh boy. I feel like Jen's more like my dad. Yeah. And I'm like a mixture, but I lean more towards my mom. Yeah. So my dad is great. He's super funny and he likes to teach us a lot about like culture and music. Like he tries to stay up on that stuff, even though he's 67. Yeah. Uh, But, and he watches SNL, you know, he kind of just is in the loop for his age. But he's kind of moody. Oh, he, like and Jen is. Oh, yeah. At times, Sometimes. yeah. Sometimes, okay. Like, I mean, I don't know that that's exclusive exclusive to me. No, mm-hmm. Allison and I are pretty similar that way, as far as like how quickly our mood can change. Yeah. Wow. So like, te- not temperamental so much as just like drained easily. Yeah. So oh, like okay. when we when we're done, we're done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just like with like people and like emotionally, or oh, like, like overstimulated. I would yeah. say okay. we get overstimulated yes, very easily for okay. sure. Like we'll go nap after this because we, you know, yeah, have to be around other other people and, <laughs> and talk for an hour, right? Yeah, <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, so draining. Yeah. Did you guys do Halloween? Yeah. Did. Yeah, we took Hank, my son, to like four neighbors' houses. Yeah. Yeah. He was a space force. Yeah, astronaut or NASA, <laughs> but I like to call it Space Force. Um, no, he did great, but we don't really know if he's quite ready. He wasn't ready to like go up and say trick or treat yet. Yeah, stuff like that. So, do you think he'll remember th- this as this as his first Halloween? I don't think so. Besides pictures, yeah, because most memories aren't formed till you're like three and a half, yeah. four. You can like recall them. So, yeah, dumb men. Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't do my research before. I- <laughs> no, sorry, it's just a psych uh, thing. Sorry. <laughs> read up on toddlers, men. Yeah, early childhood development. It's just yeah, it's just kind of like yeah, you'll never remember this. Yeah, but we will. So that's that's what makes it fun. I think for I us. I kind of so. feel like I didn't. I don't. I haven't retained anything pre third grade. I don't really remember anything before third grade. I don't know. I I have one memory of sitting on an aunt's lap when I was like because I, I liked her earrings or something like that. <laughs> um, and and I was about that age, and that and I don't remember much of anything else. Yeah. Before like second grade either. Yeah. So I don't know. I remember you messed my up I... stuff happened. Yeah, yeah, that's moral of the story. You can be a bad parent just yeah. as long as they survive. You can be a bad right. parent. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. How about you? What's your earliest life memory? I remember getting examined for glasses, and my mom felt really bad because I was probably stumbling. I have terrible vision, 
Oh no! Like very bad vision. Do you and have my, contacts right now? Yeah, my okay. preschool teacher is like she needs to get examined. I remember doing the eye test and going to go get my glasses because I was like three and a half, Jeez. right? Like three and a half, four when I got is before kindergarten. I had glasses. Okay. Yeah, you were little. And you remember all of that? I remember sitting and looking at the reading off the letters yeah. and going, I can't. I don't know <laughs> what any of those are. Is uh, LASIK in your future? <laughs> Because she didn't know her letters. Uh, yeah, and I didn't know my letters. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. It freaks me out. Really? I know it's cost effective. Yeah. But uh, I, I like wearing glasses. Like when I get home from work, I usually take my contacts out and put my glasses in right yeah. away. So I like having, I don't know, I have a fear of like they'll change and I'll go blind or something. Yeah. So. Do you want to calm that fear, Dawson? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually I could because I didn't have LASIK. I had PRK. Oh. Which is the opposite. Like, there's two surgeries you can do. Mm. You can do LASIK, which is quick and easy. You're done in one day. PRK is where they uh, they basically remove a layer of your cornea, and then it grows back. So they do the they take it out. It sounds really gross, but they like, yeah. Dude, I said calm the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's like if you go do so LASIK, they take your eye. Yeah, so they shave your eye. They shave your eye down. Then they do the surgery, and then they put a contact lens on it for a couple days. Okay. Just while it heals, it's like a band aid. Uh, and then they take the band-aid off, contact lens off, and then uh, about six months later, you'll have perfect vision again. Wow. So I had 20-20 the day after I had my procedure, yeah. um, and then it just downhill from there. But it was some of the worst. But everything was so bright. I had sunglasses on. I had my hoodie on over my glasses, or over my head, and it was still too bright. Oh, my gosh. I remember laying in my basement for three hours just thinking this is the worst Crying. pain ever. <sighs> and then I could see. It was great. I was like, holy cow, I can see 20-20. Um, yeah. And then you want to hear the rest of my horror story? Mm-hmm. Cool. So they go to take off. <laughs> they go to take off my uh, my contact yes. my contact band aids. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't lubricated enough. So when they oh, took God. it, it kind of tore my corneas. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving home, and it's like this is not feeling super great. So I had to drive home uh, from essentially here, Minnetonka. Uh, no, St. Louis Park. St. Louis Park. Yeah, uh, all the way to Monticello with like one like half of an eye open. <laughs> In rush hour traffic, so Safe. don't do that. Uh, they're like, yeah, it might feel a little discomfort, and uh, yeah. So I had to go back and get the contact back on, and then it was all good. So oh. you're, you're sold on it now. Yeah, so you could totally go yes. do that. Yeah. I sat in a basement for three hours. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was the best. It was the best. I thought I was going to die, but then I could see perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> no glasses for me. <laughs> I want an excuse to sit in a basement for three hours, so I should just do it. True. But if, yeah. I was, if I was doing, like I was playing video games, that'd be cool, but I just literally sat there. <laughs> I'm just crying. I want to see bear. Need bear. Pain medicine. Also, we're trying to get we're trying to get someone to sponsor the podcast. We're just plugging everything. Oh, got it. No, not really. Oh, oh okay. Yes, yeah, well, so maybe not the Swedish best plug fish. for that. Yeah. Yeah, Swedish fish. Go see Doctor Dave Whiting. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're gonna get around to your guys' topic of the day. Um, but Allie, I'm fascinated uh, because you're. A classroom teacher. I am. <laughs> and do you think I have to specify classroom teacher? Because I feel like I don't know. I'm, I think teachers are so special, but to me, that's pretty broad in general. Like a mentor is a teacher. Yeah. Your parents are a teacher, but like you're a classroom teacher. Do you think I need to? I don't need to specify. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I always just say I'm a teacher, and, people and then it. people will ask, you know, where, what grade, what do you teach? Yeah. And then that. Then they figure out that, you know, I'm in front of kids all day. Yeah. What so, grade do you teach? Uh, primarily juniors and seniors okay. in high school. Yeah. Uh, is there such a thing as a stupid question? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And Just you like have that. to you have to pretend like it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and be like, oh, insightful. 
Yeah. But I just talked about that, so I'm not sure why you're asking me that question. <laughs> um, what is the dumbest question oh, you've God. ever gotten? I There's so many. <laughs> like, yeah. And they come up more when I teach ninth grade. Okay. So um, I don't have any ninth grade right now. Yeah. Um, but when I do, when I'm teaching civics, it tends to be like, who is the president? You're, right who's now? the vice president? Yeah. What's a... What's a law? I, just basic stuff that you would think, yeah. don't you know from just being alive for 14 <laughs> years? Uh, but uh, I would have to really think about that because you get bombarded every day I'm with sure. so many different things. Yeah. And the stuff that sticks out usually is either the really funny stuff that happens in class or the really terrible kids yeah. who are... You don't know what to do with them yeah. at, at some point. Yeah, I'm sympathetic because I don't think I came online like to the world until I was like entering college. And so before then, it was all just, oh, like I go to school. When can I come home and play Halo, eat yep. Cheetos, <laughs> masturbate, <Yep>. and skateboard <laughs> in that order? Sometimes really? all at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. all at once. That was a good day. Masturbate was that far down? You played Halo before? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I know that was that's how deep my love went, and he yeah, was so big, yeah, such a big upset. fan of his own work. He's like, "Damn, that was good." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but like, my thing is, I go to schools now as part of my job. That's right. Yeah. And it is night and day different from when you and I were in school. Mm. Um, just like the open classrooms and kids going out in the hallways to work, and it just I'm walking through a high school and there's kids just everywhere on their laptops and they're just hammering away papers and they're actually oh. engaged. It's crazy. Do it's, you have hall yeah. passes? Yeah. Okay, um, that's still a thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, Blaine is, yeah, they, they're not supposed to be in the halls unless they're going to the bathroom or like going somewhere. But, um, we, I have Chromebooks in my room. Like mm-hmm. all of social studies, every single room has 35, 36 Chromebooks in it, but it has its pros and cons. Yeah. I try not to use them. Okay. Constantly. Yeah. Cause kids have told me that they do not like that. Oh, they don't like that. Mm-mm, which I find interesting. So they'll purposely, take certain classes sometimes in social studies so they don't have to be on the Chromebooks constantly. Oh, crazy. I thought you didn't like that because it was going to be a distraction, And but it's some it's kind of the other way. Yeah, I mean, I like them for what they're intended to be used for, like writing papers or like using Google Docs for like collaborative work, but I don't think it should substitute teaching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jen, since you guys are 10 years apart, Watching Allie grow up, did you know she was going to be a teacher? Oh, um, I, t- I guess I wasn't surprised, but I don't know that I knew she was going to be a teacher. Yeah. So she, um, you know, used to play like office a lot. She used to play office at the top of our stairs. Oh, nice. So, Not even house? Nope. Office. It was office. <laughs> it was like bank. It was like a, a bank. Yeah. Yeah. She had a full setup on the top stair. Like tape dispenser, if I remember correctly, and like a little, you know, like register and all and calculator and all of that stuff. I think she had fake money. So mom would get me a deposit slips, yeah, oh, from the no. bank. <laughs> oh man! So she's more like regimented and kind of. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I just wasn't surprised that she ended up doing something like that because yeah. I think she has like a she's a, has a draw to. Um, predictability mm. and i think like with st- the structure of a classroom and like having to put together a lesson plan and all of that stuff and um it just didn't it, yeah i was not shocked when she said she wanted to do that i would have been way more shocked if she said like i want to work on in an office or something like that okay. because i couldn't see her 
like sitting still <laughs> or, um, you know, for that long yeah. at all. So. When, when did you know that's something that's what you wanted to do? I would say I knew I wanted to be a teacher by the time I entered high school. Really? And then the teachers, socialized teachers at Osseo kind of cemented that. Yeah. So that's how you landed on the top, the like, on one, yeah. social studies in yeah. particular, because I wasn't really particularly good at any subject until I got to high school. And then I really started to like social studies. That's cool. A lot of that's because well, we go to lunch or we have with Bauman yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Still keep it. They're a big influence. So for sure. Mm -hmm. I feel like Bauman, Mr. Bauman, our old social studies teacher in high school, he was the guy that put me on like now that I'm trying to switch fields to like public service mm -hmm. um, or like just public work or nonprofit work. He was the guy that put me on that path, too. So he's he's an influencer. He is definitely. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Bauman. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also went to the Maggie Rogers show earlier in the week. Uh, yes. When did that concert end? Um, About 11. How PM. brutal was the next day? It wasn't too it wasn't too terrible okay. because. Hank was at my parents' house. Oh, nice. So he stayed overnight there. Cool. So I didn't have to get him up and ready as well as myself. I had my outfit laid out. Yeah. Woke up, got to school. <laughs> but the kids don't care about that type of stuff a lot of time. Like, I told them about Aziz Ansari. Yeah. Jen and I saw Aziz Ansari when he was here. Yeah. And they're like, uh? And I'm like, Tom Haverford, Parson Rec. And they're just like, who is not little Uzi Vert? Or like, whoever those... <laughs> rappers are and yeah. i was like never mind like <laughs> oh, like a man. few kids knew so i didn't even bother telling them that i was at a concert because yeah oh you just don't even do it and you just... sometimes i do but i don't want to sound like a try hard either so yeah. if they ask me i'll tell them but <laughs> a try, a try hard yeah, yeah. Is, there <laughs> anything... <laughs> is there anything a teacher can do to be cool not really yeah i just try it's to like be myself on friends when he tried when he found out when phoebe worked with him and he found out that everyone thought he was kind of a tight ass yeah. once he got to be boss it's yeah. like this i don't think you can ever be cool like cool as the teacher That's it's a just that it's just the hierarchy is yeah messes up that dynamic i think yeah yeah just the lens that students have to view you with mm -hmm. uh -huh. i was still intimidated by teachers like if i saw like when i go to meet my son's teachers i'm like hi mr <laughs> <laughs> thank you for meeting with me you know with your schedule you know it's like meeting the president or something like yeah. that yeah so. You know uh, that uh, how people talk about back in the day, um, like teachers sort of had like it was parents and teachers versus the students or like they collaborated to and they had like this relationship. And now people say like now it's students and parents versus the teachers. I could see that. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. do you think that like you're saying like how you're sort of intimidated by teachers, you think you're still old school where like when you go to parent teacher meetings it's you and the teacher still working on your child or is it more symbiotic or what do you think my the the way that i collaborate with my son's teachers is probably different than like you know so like my my youngest is um you know your typical student he's actually straight a's oh yeah typical student <laughs> yes yeah, so he but he's uh you know like neurotypical he's 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 experiencing school in a very average way yeah and my eldest mm. is on the autism spectrum and you know so i collaborate with his teachers you know, much more closely yeah and we um you know we have to meet with for his iep and things like that so the way that i interact with them is very very different i'd say with my youngest i definitely have that old school you know approach yeah where it's like thank you so much for teaching him and 
you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> God bless you. And with <laughs> Drew, it's like, what can we do to improve his experience? And, you know, so we're working together in a, in a, in a different way, a closer way. Yeah. I'm a little more hands off with Chandler because I, I, I like his teachers and I feel like they, um, are doing right by him and I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to crowd that, that, you know, experience for him and, you know, hover over him or the teacher yeah so i know from i'll always talk about my sister in conferences i'll be like i my sister's a teacher i know what's annoying yeah and i'll try not to do that yeah so like I, you know i won't bug them yeah that's awesome uh so you went to aziz and sorry too yep how yeah. was that it was it was great yeah. uh <laughs> sort of being like a comedy person and a writer like yeah that is I, awesome uh it was uh you know i was a little hesitant to go see him because of his Recent uh, happenings. Re- recent mm-hmm. happenings, and mm-hmm. I was a little bit torn on that. Uh, but Allison has always been a huge Aziz, uh, Big Tom Haverford yeah. fan. And uh, so I was happy to score those tickets. And we sat in the front, and he spoke to her when he first came out. And she legit looked like she was going to shit her pants. And that was <laughs> awesome. I think I might have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was worth it. Wow, what did he say? He's like, girl, you got this carafe of... What is this? You drinking whiskey? And I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and I should have said snake juice. And I just been beating myself up about it since yeah. then. Why did I say snake juice? <laughs> was it whiskey? I yeah, you're a whiskey it was. Person, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like the first ten seconds he's on stage. He was talking to me. Hey, I was like, get. You weren't armed. I was like, I don't. Yeah. I was already sweating. <laughs> I was like, couldn't believe how close we were and stuff. So. Yeah. Was it funny though? Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Good, I was good wiping sense. some tears away. Mm-hmm. Good. Happy good to tears. Hear. Uh, so there's also an opener that I saw mm-hmm. out east when I went to another show that I was really happy to see again. I yeah. was surprised he was opening for him. I think it's Will Sylvance. Okay. And he was, uh, he is so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I was really, the whole, the whole show was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And Jen, you said you spent time out in LA in a past life. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, some. Yep. Yeah. How long ago was that? Uh, I spent the most time out there, probably from like 08 to 2012. Okay. Yeah. Do you miss it? Uh, <laughs> that's all, like, some of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have friends out there and stuff, but um, yeah. I mean, I enjoy going to LA, but and I enjoy the t- the things I did out there, kind of around comedy, but. Um, you know, I don't like pine to live there or anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's so overwhelming of an experience there. Mm-hmm. I always find I'm super excited to go. And then within like four or five days, I'm like, <laughs> oh God, get me out of here. Yeah. You know, it's just so much, um, of everything. It's just, it's, it's just, it's nowhere else is like that place. It's just yeah, overwhelming. It, it does have a different energy being out yes. there this last summer and for the first time. It's and... almost like a pressure to being out in LA because it's so productive mm. in the in, in the creative world that you're if you're not you know you're going past people that are shooting you know this or that and um you're running into people that you recognize and it just you just feel kind of like god there's just so much going on around here it yeah doesn't have this is not the same as around here yeah yeah so. you like it here though it's cozy i like minnesota uh-huh. yeah I, mean, I don't like the weather but <laughs> I know. who does it's about you're insane if you like the weather here you're <laughs> dickhead if you see like <laughs> yeah summer's awful winter's awful and you get three weeks of fall we didn't even really get a fall this year either no i was very upset about that mm-hmm. actually because i don't like being hot 
Yeah. Yeah. My friend shared like a meme with me that's like what it's like when it's above 70 and it's like this dude sweating, like fanning <laughs> himself. And I'm like, yeah, I I like it at like 65. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Dawson, did I ask you what your favorite comedy movie is? No. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I have a favorite. Really? Just, there's so many yeah. that I fall in love with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't put a finger on. Them. You used to grind them out too when we were younger too. <laughs> oh yeah, we used to watch so many movies. Yeah, you, I feel like you watched way more comedy movies than I did. Yeah, I just had like this uh, weird thing where like when a comedian got too popular, I'm like, I'm not watching his movie. Oh, everybody goes. Oh through that. yeah. Yeah. So just yeah. like when Will Ferrell like mm-hmm. was just doing everything and yeah. he was like the funniest dude, I'm like, I'm not gonna watch his movies anymore. He's still out. How dare he get successful when he loves doing it? <laughs> yeah. I, know. I know it's so <laughs> stupid. So like I missed out on a bunch of his movies and yeah. I yeah. liked Dane Cook wait like before oh, yes. he got famous. So I can relate to that. He had like a shitty website that <laughs> didn't work and it was just I mean, it was it just had like these cheesy little audio clips and stuff like that and um it was it was probably like 2001 or something like that yeah was before he blew up and then when he blew up and he blew up so big i was yeah. like oh fuck dick <laughs> <laughs> didn't heck yeah. yes bitch <laughs> <laughs> didn't his brother steal like 15 million dollars from him yeah uh he, his money manager i think it was a relative his, yeah it was, it was his, brother. his brother you might be oh, right yeah people no. really no. take it well <gasps> You start making so much, and there's so many people with their hands on that stuff. I, The little experience I've had around people who've been successful in entertainment and made money, they are constantly getting hosed. So, I mean, especially if you're an, a nice person. Yeah. You know, family, friends, they're all, yeah. if they're not stealing from you, they have their hands out. That's gross. Yeah, it's Griffin. kind of human nature, too. You know, I mean, you see someone that's successful, and it seems like it was, you know, maybe not earned in the way that you mm. think that much money should be earned and uh, you feel like you know it should be easier for you to get your hands on it yeah that's i mean it's awful but yes are you guys aware of attribution error mrs psychology over there yes i am yeah <clears throat> it's pretty much just that isn't it do you want do you want to explain it not really because i'm afraid that i'm not someone out there's gonna i don't know who's gonna listen to this but <laughs> that's not correct <laughs> so, well let's do it together but you start attribution error so that's like go ahead no, you go. Because uh-huh. I'm afraid I'm going to say it wrong because we just got done talking about like availability heuristic and yes. representative heuristic and like functional fixedness and yep. a bunch. And so I'm afraid I'm going to mess it up. My understanding is um, when you do something well, you attribute that to, well, I worked hard oh, yes. and all of that. And then when something goes wrong, it's always like an external factor. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're golfing, you're like, well, that was the wind. I, right. I wouldn't hit it that badly. And then if you hit it right and it lands on the green or whatever, it's always, well, you know. I plan for that. Yeah, I've been practicing all summer. That's due. I'm, I deserve that. Yeah. It's giving yourself more credit a lot of times than you deserve. And yeah. then there's internal and external locus of control, which is like external is the type of person who thinks that your fate is decided by the things outside of you. Ooh. Where internal is you have control over your, your own fate. What's that called again? Internal and external locus of control. Ooh, I we just talked about, about that. that in class. So. Yeah. No one really wants to hang around the people who are complaining about how all the outside factors are yeah. affecting them. If you if you complain about that all the time. Oh, wow. Sometimes it is due to your environment. Yeah. God, that's but so not always. Yeah. Look at the big brain. I'm Brad. 
<laughs> that's super interesting. Yeah. What is that from? That's from uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah, because they did like the little Kavanaugh oh, clip. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Say beer one more time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about that now that we have like two women in the room? Um, because I like I went to school for public policy, mm-hmm. so just the last two years of my life has been sort of political adjacent minimum um and so like i didn't want to do that because that's not what i'm planning to get into i just want to like get into the public sphere or like nonprofit. Mm-hmm. um but that sort of like snapped me back into like a political state of mind it was i don't know it just bummed me out so much and i'm not even a girl i don't think it should bum you out only if you're a girl yeah it, it i think if you're you know a rational human being there was things outside of the accusations that would cause you to take pause and wonder if this is the right kind of person for that role so i i i found it troubling yeah his reactions and his answers and his defensiveness was mm -hmm. scary was that just a bummer of a week for you guys then yeah i think (laughs) i think a lot of it comes down to like he was interviewing for a job so like your temperament does come into play and then it's it's been frustrating to hear people say like, oh, I think something did happen to Dr. Ford, but I don't know if it was Kavanaugh. Yeah. Like she's clearly been traumatized. And I, I think that's a really terrible thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, And she is a psychologist. She even talks about how traumatic events are like cemented into your brain yeah. a lot of times. Um, So why she would misidentify him right. makes no sense. No, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. So you're you're putting someone in a position of power who's not elected. Yeah. So they should be under full scrutiny. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I think that's what I boiled it down to, too. Even if he didn't do any of that and mm-hmm. it's all false, like right. just the way he acted. Right. That was just it. Yeah. Pick someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I also was really bothered by the um, the way that the conservatives um kind of played both sides while saying, you know, mm. we believe you. We believe that something happened to you. We just don't believe that it was Kavanaugh, which is a really convenient way of of not seeming um, to be a denier, mm-hmm. but and to be, you know, um, empathetic towards, is empathetic the right? I don't know. Towards her, pl- I mean, d- that they that they believed acknowledged. her, acknowledged her, yeah. but that they didn't acknowledge that she that her memory or that her yeah. um you know or that her that she had the capability of remembering who tried to assault her yeah. attempted to assault her and it, it that that just came off to me as so disingenuous because mm-hmm. it's just like it, it really felt like oh we believe you but mm-hmm. you know we're going to deny part of your memory or part of your story because it's convenient for us to yeah. do so because our team and because there's a midterm coming up too Right. right. <laughs> Dawson, do you know anything about psychology? You dumb bitch. No. <laughs> no not really. He's a dumb did, you bitch. Take, did you take psych in college? Probably. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like one course. Yeah, intro but, to psych. Yeah, I, think, yeah. I think everyone takes I think that I had in to, undergrad. Right? <laughs> yeah. Do you had to? I think so. Oh, why? I don't remember. Oh. Dude, I went to St. Cloud State, all right? Huskies. <laughs> I just do what they told me to do. I was What's in and out in four years. Yep. Yeah. Get His minor was binge drinking. Yeah. <laughs> that was my major. So. Dude, what's your drink of choice now? I got a double star. Uh, I like a lot of whiskeys. So, okay. um, you know, whiskey diet. Yeah. It makes me happy. <laughs> but you jam- me happy. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy. But you jam on beer mostly these uh, days, right? You know, I'm actually backing off a lot. 
Ooh. I used to be really big, and I spent way too much time and money and hours drinking beer. Yeah. Um, making a little bit of beer, too, but I just, mm. I kind of stepped away from that. It just, too much. And I, I would go and, like, I would follow these breweries that I loved, mm-hmm. and I'd have to go get their beers, and I was waiting in line for time that I shouldn't have wasted to pick up a beer. Yeah. Uh, like, Surly has our big Darkness Day weekend. Yeah. And we would travel, and we would go stand in line, and we would try to find it. So I just was wasting too much time and effort to get... I mean, at the end of the day, it's a lot of it's the same. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I still, I still respect really good craft beer, but I'm not going to waste my time. Did the wife influence your decision to back off the beer at all? No. Oh no. No. Okay. What's uh something that you guys before you got married you weren't expecting about your husbands that you're like, oh, this is what marriage is? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we were what? just talking about this car. Sorry, Corey, but my god, he poops for like. So long. I know uh, he's not pooping the whole time yeah. either. You know, and it's like tail is all this time. Yeah, stop treating me like a child. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the bathroom with his iPad, he gets fifteen. But so that's that's me too. Like, all passes. I do. That's I mean, how you get the roids, dude. You can't sit on the yeah. toilet that long, man. You gotta leave the elbow marks. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? I was. I mean, yeah, it's a good little escape. Yeah. We'll you guys it. don't use the bathroom for escape. Oh, not, I'm not. I'm not. I wouldn't claim that. Okay. No, no. I mean, no. I prefer to be by myself because my one and a half year old usually has to go in there with me if I'm home by myself. Yeah. But it just seems like, my God. Yeah. Like, how can you? There's no way it takes that long to produce. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I mean, playing games, they on the, the show, the league, they call it a stinker tinker because Ooh. he's working on his fantasy lineup. Usually, so oh, they call it a stinker tinker, that's and so cool. that's usually what he's doing. I think on Sunday. Wow, that's smart. yeah. That's it. So, if we tracked his average uh, poop time <laughs> by the day, Sunday yeah, would be Sunday would be exponentially higher. Nice. Yeah. Throw off the average. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jen? <laughs> uh, what surprise? Well, how, how long do I take a shit? Yeah, how, how long? Be- how long on average <laughs> you take a shit? <laughs> uh, Let's start with that. That's what I thought we'd start with. It. Yeah. So we finally get to it. Welcome um, back to Poop should, Chat with Min and Should I <laughs> answer that or what I was surprised about with marriage? Yes, but uh, also how long have you been married? I Since 2001. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got married when I was... Uh, four. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was four. <laughs> it was an arranged marriage. <laughs> My dad gave Nate a goat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we were in preschool together and yeah and we grew together so since, romantic um since 2001 and uh yeah we were high school sweethearts so oh my god mm-hmm. so one well, the last remaining high school sweethearts to still be together i think yeah i think so too yeah did guinness, uh, now did guinness contact you guys yet? <laughs> <laughs> what did guinness contact you guys yet for that record yes okay. yeah they did and we declined because um by the time we went to print we weren't positive that we'd still be together oh. so we were like mm. <laughs> seems like we're setting ourselves up for embarrassment so we you know maybe next year if we yeah. feel solid yeah yeah we'll accept that award yeah back to the original question before i cut you off for the fourth time <laughs> what am i what am i expect what, what did yeah, i what, expect yeah. marriage to or like something what? that just threw off your expectation you're like what is this i didn't i didn't sign up for this um i think i was oh i know I was a bit surprised by uh, how traditional our you know, gender roles were at first. Mm. So because I, I just didn't anticipate that for for me, and and I, but I should have for him. He grew up in a very traditional, mm. very um, 
Christian background. So um, it took us years to uh, develop, you know, a way that works for us, you know, that wasn't so influenced by our, you know, by our um, original family dynamics, Mm -hmm. you know. But when you get married that young and, and all of that and you're so influenced by your, you know, your parents still, um, I think it's hard not to to bring that with you when yeah. you get married young. But yeah, it, I mean, it's definitely evolved quite a bit. Ah, that's what I was going to ask next. Has it changed over the years? And... It had to because I mean, like we wouldn't have survived if we would have kept up, you know, yeah. with the way that we, you know, went into things before. I mean, I was just really shocked by the things that um, that bothered me when yeah. we first got married. You like like the law? We were we we have like separate bank accounts. We have um, a certain amount of um, autonomy, but yeah. we don't, it, but that it wasn't always that way. Yeah. So, yeah. How, and, how do you work through, like, what is that evolution process like? Cause I'm the only non-married person in this room. Mm-hmm. And so for like people like me, give me advice. Like, how do you work? Do you just like intentionally say like, Oh, we're going to communicate, like set aside time for it. Or how do, how do you uh, work through that? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things, but I mean, you were already ahead of the game because you didn't get married at 22. Cool. So, um, I'd say that step one, don't get married when you're a baby. Um, you know, if you want to avoid the kind of the growing pains, yeah. but that said, I have friends that got married well into their thirties and they're already divorced. So I mean, mm. it, it, I mean, it's not like there's a, you know, magic equation or anything for long-term marriage success, yeah. but, um, there's a lot of, we've had to change the way we speak to each other, the, the way that we, um, are very intentional sometimes with the way that we express ourselves. So we've even gone as far to say, I'm not mad at you, Mm. but this is what is bothering me, Mm -hmm. you know, because we're both sensitive. And so we could take that something on that maybe it wasn't about us. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just a lot, it's a lot of, um, of communication sometimes to the point where I am over it. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh God, you know, he's so communicative and I'm sometimes I'm like, I, can I just be left alone? Oh, you know? really? Yes. We're kind of role. We're kind of like those roles are definitely reversed yeah. from what you'd expect, or you know, traditional roles. Yep. So yep. he's the he's the let's talk through it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Stop. Is it just that you need a little time <laughs> and space, and then you'll come around and like yeah, talk about I just, it? But I just need a, to to be able to reflect privately first yes. on something, which and, is fine. And he'll. he'll <laughs> so back to the other question. It takes me forty five minutes to take a shit. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would that would suck. That would take up so much that, of your day. No, I feel like that's a recipe for a sore ass. Yeah. 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 And some cramps and I don't know. Divots in your wow, butt. We're digging in. We're getting into this. How yeah. about you, Dawson? Uh, gender like us being a dude, I think. Uh, your marriage and like, what are things that you didn't expect that happened after you got married? I didn't think she'd be barefoot in the kitchen all the time. Barefoot in the kitchen? No, I'm just kidding. That was a, jo- that was a joke. <laughs> oh, oh, she's the, just in the, the kitchen. The stereotype thing. Pregnant and barefoot. Pregnant barefoot. Why did she add the barefoot thing? I don't know. It's just oh, an expression. That's a thing. Barefoot oh. and pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Barefoot oh, and pregnant. Hang in that kitchen, barefoot and pregnant. Man. Marcy. Making a sandwich. Right. Man, Man, do I feel not white right now? Come on. Yeah, but what? Uh, what? what's the one thing you found? I don't know. I've been with the same lady for 13 years. Which is great. Yeah, so I mean, we've lived together. We lived together for like three years before we got married. So yeah. we've been together for... But you had surprises. Uh, I mean, 
There were no surprises. It was smooth. Pretty smooth as eggs. Ah. Uh, smooth as eggs is <laughs> what? Man, I feel like the least non Korean person in the room. <laughs> I was going to say. Um, That's a Korean thing. That's a cultural <laughs> thing. Uh, no, I, I just throw one back at you guys. <laughs> yeah, smooth as eggs. Uh, I would just say, like, I don't, I, I don't really have a great one. I, so like, I always assumed we'd have like a clean house always. Yeah. Uh, just why Courtney? What are you doing to make it clean? Leave it yeah. around for her. Uh, <laughs> but no, like just little things. Like it drives me bonkers when we do dishes and. It's, uh, I'm going to leave my knife directly on top of the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Like, not in the dishwasher, but on the <laughs> counter above. Yeah. I just open the dishwasher, put it in there. Why, you don't do that? I do. Oh, you do that. I expected it the other the way. Lady He's the it. clean oh. freak. Yeah, but yeah, we get, yeah. it's, I get it. Like, now we've got a three-year-old running around, so it's busy all day. So I do a lot more of the dishes. Yeah. Um, just because it's downtime for me. Yeah. But, You've always been tidy. Yeah, I've always tried to keep it as clean as I can. It's so hard now with a dog and a three-year-old. Mm. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, nothing really too crazy. I, Cool. That's good. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. There's hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my biggest piece of advice is live with someone. You got to live with them. You can't just yeah. You can't just get married and then all of a sudden move in. Yeah. Because then if they're crazy or they yeah, which is very different from Korean culture. People don't move in together until they're married. Um. So I remember like talking to my cousins about that. I'd be like, don't you think that's hard? Like, because then you don't get to know each other's tendencies and we things didn't you don't live like... together before we got married. Really? Mm-mm. Oh, do no. you? Would Mm-mm. you change it? No, Grandpa. Would it, mom made made it clear that grandpa would appreciate grandpa and grandma would really love it if we didn't live together before plus his parents are like Jesus and Mary or whoever yeah and so Holy yeah spirit yeah, his mom is his mom is married. And his dad is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh, would you change it if you could? Like going back and like I don't know, not really. I mean, obviously, it I mean, worked it just, out. But it worked out. I mean, it was our experience. The only thing I would change, not necessarily living with Nate prior, I don't, I, I maybe would have tried to live on my own prior. Mm. Um, but, cool. but, yeah, it's, I mean, it just, it's how it worked out for us. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and, and I, I, I don't know after being together that long that there was anything that when we moved in together, I wasn't like, oh my God, he's a pig or, oh, he's a cross dresser. Mm. There wasn't anything that was like, <laughs> mind-blowing about it yeah right? yeah which is interesting to hear because <laughs> which is both <laughs> <laughs> i love hearing all that because then it's like there's no template it's just if Uh-oh. you're a good person and you meet other good people you're gonna work through it or you're not i mean there's really yeah. there's no that that's not your point though i mean it's just there's no magic mm-hmm. um like what is there's there's no way to predict mm-hmm. uh, there's people i thought would stay together forever and my and they're not and there's people that i thought um were a disaster and they're still together and i'm sure there's a million reasons why yeah you know so yeah. hey just try your hardest yeah <laughs> let your partner take 45 minutes shit if they want to <laughs> yes <laughs> and that's the key spank break you know respect yeah. the, that just ride it. it out cool um, before we get to you guys' topic of the day, Daylight Savings is coming up. You guys fans? With a kid, not really. Yeah? Because it leads to like, unpredictability with their sleep. Like, you're yeah. not, you're like, I put it about earlier, earlier. But uh, it's not earlier, later. But he's pretty adaptable, too. Good. So I think it's more the anticipation of it. But I don't. it's never really bothered me besides the fact that it's dark at, like, 3 p.m. I know. 
and I go to school and it's dark and I leave school and it's dark. Oh. Yeah. And it's like, wah, wah. yeah, but who needs vitamin D? <laughs> right. I know. Who needs it? But I'm, I guess I'm indifferent. Yeah. 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 Are you guys both, were you guys both normally morning people? Cause you guys get up early. I get up early. Yeah. Mm. I'm a morning person for sure. Well, you do too, Allie, for work. For work. But I'd say as I've gotten older, I'm more of a morning person. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't when she wasn't when she was younger. Okay. High she school I was in. up pretty late. Yep. Being a dingus or whatever talking on the phone forever because <laughs> we didn't have we had Facebook, but uh, being a dingus. dingus. <laughs> Let's explore that. What is a dingus? Yeah. Isn't it an we just animal? Had Facebook a little bit, but Yeah. I was always on the phone. That's great. With my whoever I liked at the time for like a long <laughs> t- hours on end usually. So nice, Dawson. Your opinion on daylight savings? I don't care anymore. You just don't care. No, because we get up every day at the same time. So yeah, it's gonna be the same time, even if the clocks are something different. Yeah. What if things just be easier if we just got rid of it? I mean, easier, yeah. 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 But you know, I, I it's tough to get up when it's pitch black at you know what six o'clock in the morning so yeah. i can't i can't see the value in all it. right yeah. you appreciate it still i still appreciate it i'm not yeah. gonna start like a hate group against it or anything right. like that yeah i don't think we need or any hate probes. groups <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. probably don't need any more of those yeah we yeah. don't need any more yeah 2018 you're the hate group yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> on the Chinese zodiac calendar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I always joke around. Daylight savings is uh, a thing that Satan does to make sure you miss church because it's always on Sundays. So it's just like I just always joke around that. It's That's him a good one. Yeah. Throw you off so you miss the day of the Lord. What yeah. about the other one when it's uh, fall backwards? Spring, oh, spring forward. And you should show up at church. Is one that hour Jesus early? trying to balance it out? To yeah. Get you yeah. Church? yeah. Make sure you get to church on oh, time. He's still making a fool of you because he's now you're there early and you're waiting around. For yeah. Church. Yeah. Either way, like a dangus. either way, Satan wins. Either way, Satan's Satan wins. giving it to you. Oh, nice. Yeah. Give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Oh, that's my uh, fi- that's my fifth favorite movie. <laughs> but you were asking about our top five movies. Yeah. Satan, Satan's Satan giving it to you is my fifth. Oh, yeah. That's a movie. No, no. Oh. <laughs> it's a porno. It's a foreign it. film. Where's Dean to fact check these things? Yeah. It's a foreign <laughs> porno. Uh, okay, topic of the day. Do you guys each have one, or did you guys collab on your topic of the day? Oh, I, don't I think we landed on it for sure. So yeah, I, guess. I, I think they're yeah. going to be different. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. Good. Yeah, that's great. Who wants to go first? Allison does. Okay. Oh. Um, well, I've been watching Making a Murderer. That's right, yeah. The second season. Yeah. And um, so I guess that's been at the forefront of what I've been thinking about, which I don't know if it's a great distraction from the, mid- the midterms, you know. <laughs> um, but I've been kind of sick of listening to the midterm stuff a little bit. Yeah. So, like, I know what I need to do. I'm I'm informed or whatever. So it's kind of like, let's just get it done with. Did you early vote? No, I haven't. Oh, you're going to do it on the day of? Yeah. Cool. Um, so, I'll probably actually go before school. Um, I have, well, I have first hour prep, so sorry. I don't think my principal's listening. Um, but they have to give you time off to vote. Cool. So, I want to go in the morning, and then I don't have to bring Hank after school when it's nice. super busy. So, but, yeah, the second season of Making a Murderer, I haven't had any coworkers to discuss it with yet. Someone's in the middle of watching it, so it's been really tough because... There's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Um, so I've been talking to a, a friend of mine, a close friend of mine who's actually watched it. But yeah, it's 
it's kind of insane how our like appeals system mm. works. But this lawyer, this new lawyer for Stephen Avery is like a legal genius. Mm-hmm. And she unravels so much of what the prosecution had against him. Mm-hmm. And it's just fascinating. Real- fascinating and sad. Yeah. All at the same time. Because you feel powerless. There's nothing... I'm not going to go get my law degree and free Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey, you know, so you feel like, what can I do to help them? And there isn't a lot. Yeah. How many episodes are there? There's 10 in the first season and 10 in the second season. Okay. It's on on Netflix? Yep. And it's all out, like, how they usually release uh, series? Okay. Yep. Yeah. It came out on, like, the 19th, the second. And you're done with the second season? We have one episode left. Oh, wow. So it's going to be, like, her recreating the whole day. Like recreating the whole scene of how she, her theory behind it. Are you going to finish it today? Oh yeah, tonight <laughs> probably. Yeah, I have to. Popcorn and whiskey. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, probably just my bottle of water because I'm a. Your mom. I'm a dingus, but yeah. yeah. yeah dingus. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Did, and you, did you love the first season as well? I did. I yeah. mean, I loved it for the fact that I, it, I had learned, I had learned so much. Mm. Uh, but it's. It's also very sad and like disheartening. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's something that everyone should watch because I don't think a lot of people understand the appellate court system and how things work from the state level and then how they work through the circuits and then how they eventually can get to the Supreme Court yeah. and what an uphill battle it really is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah it's don't just get accused of murder. And yeah. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. We're framed. Wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Someone yeah. just took their stance. <laughs> well, I wasn't 100% that he was innocent after season one because I went on Reddit <laughs> and looked through like what they didn't put in the documentary. So I was kind of, uh, I, I knew Brendan Dassey was um, just, you'll have to watch it. But yeah. after season two, you're like, hot damn, he <sighs> definitely did not do it. You're selling this. No, I want to go watch. I haven't seen the first season, and I was just like, okay, whatever. But no, I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, it's really good. Well, Dawson, have you seen it? Yeah, I, I saw the first season. Okay, and I was positive he did it. Oh, like he te- he definitely did it. Ooh, so fight, I've got to watch season two. Fight, so fight, so fight. I'm uninformed all the way. But uh, I, I had a feeling. Arm wrestling. <laughs> just from the first season, I had a feeling that he because it's like, especially when they had Brandon in the police room, and he's I don't know he. He doesn't seem like he's smart enough to make up all of that by himself. So that's why I'm like, he just can't come up with this murder in his head and all the details. And Did he murder a woman? So his confession, when it goes to the Seventh Circuit in the second season, you'll see because they do a writ for habeas corpus. Uh-huh. And they talk about his confession and like his, his intellectual disability and wow. how they believe that it was kind of forced out of him. Because when he testifies in his own trial, they're like, yeah. Brendan, where'd you get this story? And he's like, I read it in a book. Ooh, whoa. And there's no evidence to support his confession. Yeah. So they're like, she was stabbed in a bedroom. There's no forensic evidence of her being in the bedroom. There's no blood. Yeah. There's like just a couple spots of blood in her car. But the lawyer goes over how the blood got there. And you're like... Pfft. So crazy. Yeah. And then, like, especially now that we've been talking more about the Mandela effect, do you guys listen to Revisionist History, the podcast? Yes. And then, like, what this last season, Malcolm Gladwell talks a lot about memory and how yep. it gets distorted and all that, too. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I mean, I don't know anything about the judicial, like, going to the court and any, all of that stuff either, but just, like, having to, like, recall everything mm-hmm. and just thinking about, like, having, like, multiple people recall things and how distorted things could oh, get. Oh, yeah. And, Eyewitness testimony is 
crap yeah. half the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, I saw your mouth. You're about to say bullshit. You're going to be a little <laughs> harsher. <on> bullshit. <laughs> Not, bullshit. It, it isn't always, but yeah, yeah. We talk about that in class, too. The misinformation effect. Like how how your memory can yeah. can change and not purposefully though cuz the right. person in power who's asking you questions can frame it yeah. however they want right and then just like intimidation when you're in the courtroom right. and oh well he was 16 without a lawyer or a parent Jeez. yeah, yeah. And, and they're, like and, they're and, like and he was i mean do they confirm that he's delayed I mean, yeah. there's there's, there's the, he, he's not of um you know average intelligence yeah. that's part but of their I, argument yeah there seems to be other things going on. I'm not sure what the diagnosis would be or is, but yeah. it doesn't seem like he's equipped fully to withstand, you know, manipulation, potential manipulation by people questioning him or or to really completely fully understand what's going on by any stretch. Yeah, because yeah, at the end of his confession, air quotes, he goes, can I go back to school now? I have a project to turn in. Yeah. Like, does not understand the gravity of what's no. going on whatsoever. Whoa. Jen, yeah. are you... You you watched the first season? I watched the first one. I haven't watched the second Al since I mean been, you know, just nudging you. Yeah. yeah. But um You're not going to? I had to stop watching the last couple of the first because it was so upsetting. Mm. Like I was writing to like the attorneys and to the and stuff like that. And yeah. Like, you know, I was really disturbed by it. Yeah. And uh yeah, I don't know. I sometimes I just have to protect myself from mm-hmm. being that I don't know what the word would invested. be. Invested? Yeah. Yeah, invested and like just uh, devastated, you know. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I watched one episode of Handmaid's Tale and I was like, you know what? Mm, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, de- I'm devastated by real life. I don't need to be like, devastated <laughs> yeah. by, uh, you know. I, I I prefer my fiction to be, you know, just complete like waste of, just um just mindless entertainment. Yeah. Yep. Were you gonna say that? Was this the one of the first big uh, true crime things that came out? Because I don't remember many things before that. Mm. Making murder serial, like, and then you go to podcasts. It's huge in the podcast world right now, right? Um, and I love those, but they are super depressing. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like the biggest docu series because there's always like mm. Dateline and yeah, shiz like that. But yeah, but I don't remember yeah. like a cultural impact. No, so, like no. making like the the two attorneys. I think. We're at a brewery in Minneapolis mm-hmm. after the first season, and it was sold out. Yeah, they do multiple Jeez. nights of it just because they want people want to listen and ask questions. And yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah, but I don't remember anything else before making a murderer that really jumped off the page. Is wow, this is people yeah. are getting invested and they're doing writing letters to the attorneys and they're looking into it and trying to solve cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, when, do you remember when the first one came out? Everyone was talking about it. Oh yeah, constantly. Yeah. It was a oh, joke yeah. on Facebook, like. Is anyone posting about anything other than making a murder? Yeah. Right. I, I was watching that. Uh, my wife was pregnant, and it was. I was watching it over New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. She's like, "I think we should go to the hospital." I'm like, "Hold on, yeah. <laughs> I got about 35 minutes left of Hold this on. episode. Yeah, can you just can you just slow down for a second? Ken Kratz is about to talk about his sweaty body <laughs> for like the 80th time. Uh, Brandon, I hate that guy. Oh man, Brandon what a. Stephen Avery and his Even sweaty Avery. body. Oh God, gross! That was like, such, God, such God. a creeper. So yeah, I was. Yeah. I was hooked. What a dude move, though. I gotta go to the hospital. Yeah. Time hold, out. Hold up. Hold. Yeah. Hold. I'm busy. <laughs> uh, my husband slept through my contraction, so oh, so uh, did mine. So really? he's, he's not doing that bad. Are dudes the worst? Like in when yeah. it comes yeah. to like pregnancy support? Uh, no, I mean They're overall, fine. I just, I just can't. I just remember thinking this is so funny because. 
they sent me home early and it was a mistake they shouldn't have. And so I progressed um, at home and it was like regular contractions every two minutes, Mm -hmm. progressively getting worse. And Nate was next to me in bed sleeping and I was having regular contractions. I just think there's an ability for men to uh, not absorb everything around them that yeah. I am missing. Yeah. I would just attribute I it to being female. Like, I feel like if he was going through something that painful, I'd be like, what can I do? Like, I'm so sorry. And he's just like, it wasn't, I didn't wake him. Yeah. Like, he wasn't doing anything <laughs> to to be dismissive. He just didn't realize yeah. Yeah. that I didn't go back to, that I didn't come home and go back to sleep too. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just like, it's like this, there's a healthy amount of selfishness, I think, inherent to men yeah. that... Yes. I, I I envy to a certain yeah, extent because it's like you don't you it's it's not it's not necessary for you to absorb everybody's mm-hmm. pain mm-hmm. but it is a very female thing to do physical and mental pain. Mm-hmm. it's accurate yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah because that story right so very similar my wife had her contractions so we went in we went to the hospital and uh, they were there for a little bit they checked and she wasn't ready yet so they gave her a shot yep. to help her go home and she was knocked out for 12 hours mm-hmm so I went back, you know, I was home and it was New Year's Eve-ish. And uh, I remember being downstairs and she's upstairs in the bed. I'm Wait, downstairs. how is it New Year's Eve-ish? It's either New Year's was, Eve or not. Because it was kind of a blur. I remember it was it was December 30th. Oh. What day was your... The second. She was born, born like oh, okay. 10 minutes after uh, 12, uh, 1, oh, 1. Okay. So she was like 1, oh, 2. Oh, man. So it was kind of that whole three days of oh, okay. kind of confusing. Yeah. And, uh, I remember, yeah, we went to the hospital. She got her shot. She came home, and she was zonked out for like eight to ten hours upstairs. Nice. So I was downstairs in the basement watching Making a Murderer, playing video games. <laughs> and I choose upstairs, and all of a sudden, I remember she had to call my cell phone. Like, can you come help me? <laughs> you dick. It's like 4 o'clock <laughs> in the dick. morning. Let's, <laughs> let me go back. There's a baby halfway out of me. Can we go to yeah. the hospital now? <laughs> so that, that's why I was kind of like, yep, I, I feel exactly that. God, that's great. She's just like storm upstairs, walk, run into the bedroom, and just looks like the exorcist. And kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we, then we, she just sprayed blood everywhere. <laughs> then we had to wait 28 hours later. Yeah. Because it was still, after we actually went back to the hospital, it took another day. <sighs> yeah. Over a day. Like, this is going to be cool. It takes it's forever. Like, it's almost time. Oh, I'm not ready. Not. I'm not ready to get Then a day later. Oof. Not ready to get birth. <laughs> you, you're not even pregnant yet, man. Yeah. You, you have so much time. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm far away, so... <laughs> That seems crazy. Uh, Jen, your topic of the day? I didn't really decide on anything. I I was going to say um I was going to say Trump. Oh, nice. But that seems really broad and it could get very angry. <laughs> <laughs> we made a rule where the host can't intentionally bring up Trump, oh. but the guest can. Okay. So we might not be able to help you until episode 15. <laughs> we have ways to go. Because yeah. I wanted to say, when you were talking about the Kavanaugh thing, yeah. him the way he was in front of a whole group of people changing the story for Dr. Ford, I don't know. Yeah. Like saying this, I don't know. I don't know. But then you they splice it together, I think, now this, and that just made me so angry. Yeah. Yeah. But Which is, yeah. I don't want to dive down that road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this That's awesome, because like the last couple of episodes, like Dawson is our sexist joke guy. Oh, okay. Um, so I think you slowly have to like come back and and vouch for women because people are gonna be like look this guy is a dick <laughs> and he's you're just so not you're just so not <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> i agree <laughs> well, uh, what oh what were we gonna say i was just gonna say that was with alicia being here that was my joke oh i know i, I mean i love it too i just like nothing really offends us even though like you know like we're we're 
we're on the right side and we want to help people that are underserved and un- underrepresented and things like that. Yeah. Um, what is this like? What, once, like comedy has its own space right. for us. Yes. Well, right. it can I be agree. tough to, it can be tough right now to, um, know what you can get away with as far as, um, you know, comedy and mm-hmm. politics as they collide. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it, we're in the middle of the rough part where you're it, everything's up for debate, and, mm-hmm. and, and we haven't really settled on what's acceptable or what's okay to do. Yeah, which is fine. Um, it's which a is fine. It's worth it, having. It, we yeah, you have to. So, um, but I know it's really frustrating for people who are making a living mm-hmm. uh, as a comic mm-hmm. um, or making a living being funny. Yeah, trying to figure out where you know where where that's going to land or where what's acceptable because it does seem to be fluid. Yeah, it's so tough. It, it's because I listen to some, I listen to a ton of stand-up comedians, and I listen to them talk when they're not doing, and it's just when they get on stage, it's so hard because yeah. they have to. I what I'm saying, I do not believe, and yeah. that's been the case forever. But now it's everything is just underneath a microscope, and it's so hard because that's as bad as it sounds. Like making fun of that, what's going on helps us relieve mm-hmm. the pain of like, wow, that was so dumb. Mm-hmm. But it's just. Yeah, that's such a tricky spot. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think Joe Rogan's latest stand-up special, like that's him, like that's what he talks about yeah. for like forty minutes, and yeah. he like prefaces everything with like how he actually feels, and he's like, "I gotta do this because it's 2018," right. and then he tells the joke. Right. So. I did not think I would like that, but I actually thought his special yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I was laughing. There was a couple parts where I was like, "All right, that's legit funny." <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't good. my favorite, but no, I, it wasn't I my didn't, favorite. Either. I didn't mind it. Yeah, yeah. I like Tom Segarella a lot. Nice. And he's like, he says, like, his whole first five minutes is like, let's bring back these words. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I won't say them because I'm. Well, he but, got, he got yeah. in so much trouble for that. Yeah. And I thought it was hilarious. And mm-hmm. I'm a teacher and I would never say those things in class, but I was like, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Well, he got in a ton of trouble because in the trailer on the, for the Netflix special, <laughs> he, you know, he's like, let's talk about disabilities we can't make fun of. So then people are like, you are making fun of everyone that's got this. this. He's like, no, I'm saying you. We can't say that. Yeah. But yeah. So it <laughs> yeah. was just, it was ridiculous how much he got attacked for that. Yeah. It's like just watch, if you would just watch, watch it, it. Yeah. you would realize he's not making fun of people with disabilities. Yeah. Sometimes it's just peeling back one more layer of the discourse and then you begin to realize like, oh, oh, he's on my team. He's yeah. okay. He's, he's a good one. Um, and it, I feel like if you stop one layer short, you're like, whoa, what is this guy saying? Yeah. 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 And you run into that problem too. It's just, I used to work with a guy who was very, social justice warrior guy mm-hmm. in the office mm-hmm. but then if oh. i saw him like on a snapchat yeah and he had a couple of wine a couple of drink glasses of wine yeah. it's like you can't play both fronts yeah you can't just be the guy who's on social media and you want to attack someone for saying something yeah and then just completely opposite you yeah to... i ha- yeah i have a friend that's very much yeah. like social justice warrior yeah. online and then i think that allison knows who it is <laughs> and then not really true to that in practice ah. and that's what's that can be irritating mm-hmm. um so yeah i i think that if you if you're gonna say that you can't talk about anything that's offensive something is offensive to everyone mm-hmm. yeah. so you know someone has a special needs per someone with special needs in their family someone's been raped someone obviously rape is pretty much you know i mean but there are i have heard people talk about their experiences with it mm-hmm. that they where they made light of uh, different things and that helped them process yes. i'm not saying that i should i think it should be off limits or not but you know i mean it's and that's just it. I can't. Even, I don't even feel comfortable as someone that no one gives a shit about your opinion, making us taking a stance on something because it is. It's it, there's everyone has a a unique experience that 
find fault in almost anything that you want to make fun of or mm-hmm. that you want to make light of, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know, where does it stop? Sex, race, you know, orientation, blah, blah, blah. You know, you nothing's safe right now. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, comedy will suffer if we don't figure out how to navigate this, but... Man, that's... Uh, I feel like we should end it with that statement. But do you want to talk about Trump? <laughs> no, not if you think that was a good statement. It was a good... That would Fuck be... Trump. A, <laughs> that would Trump's be a good Okay, we can talk about it. I think he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, I can't help you. Until night. <laughs> it's, it's, I have... I have I, 10 more episodes to go. <laughs> Boy, come back, come back for episode 16. No. It's going to be... You know yes. what? It's not It's not worth lit. It. It, I Sorry. actually... I, I Super actually, unnatural to say that. What'd Sorry. You say? Oh, it's going to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> Your high school teacher episode uh, was let's, unleashed. Let's stop doing the dabs over here. We're doing yeah. way, too, way yeah. too many dabs in this room. So many dabs. <laughs> yeah. Ellie's dabbing over here. She's fire right now. She is straight, straight fire. fire. <laughs> As, We're in a high five on, yeah, on Mike. No more, no more Trump stuff. Then you're gonna end it there, or are you gonna come back episode sixteen? I'll come back episode sixteen and talk about it. Yeah, I was actually going back and forth. I'm like, should we talk about? Should I talk about that? Because I can go on forever, or should I talk about something meaningless like donuts? And then I was like, well, maybe something in between Trump and donuts. But what would be in between Ooh. Trump and donuts? That's pretty vast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that gap. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Can we? Let's not forget about Thanksgiving. People got their Christmas shit up already, yep. and I'm. I love Thanksgiving. Stop so. the war on Thanksgiving. Yes. Ooh, Stop the war on Thanksgiving. So now this is this is interesting because I spent ten years in retail, and I used to love Christmas and then retail, mm. and then I hated it because I would see the monsters that were out there trying to find things. Oh, monsters! Is but now I'm like, <sighs> there was a. Uh, Guy who works in this building, Chris Hockey. Yeah. He does his Christmas speech every single year. And I, it kind of changed my view because I'm a dad and I have a three year old now. And it makes sense. Like, I get, I understand why people want to do it now. My wife is the same thing where she has to watch her Christmas and she's got to have her Christmas music. She was ready. She has a Christmas decoration out today. Um, and I, I had my Christmas stuff out on the, on, there was an evergreen in, in, on our front step. Yeah. On Halloween. Yeah. I, the children were very confused by that. Yeah. <laughs> Should we I go? didn't even acknowledge Halloween. Yeah, like I was like, no, I don't acknowledge Halloween. So like for me, I just looked at it as always, I just, Christmas is Christmas. Let's not run it into the ground. But now it makes sense because his idea is you only have so many of them. And with my daughter being three and your daughter, be, your son being one. And mm-hmm. So it's just like eventually we're going to get to the point where they're going to be too old and they don't want to be with us. That was his big point. Like, just enjoy, mm-hmm. enjoy the time. And Thanksgiving wraps in there because it's holiday. Christmas Eve will probably have three feet of snow in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I, I'm gonna stop being the Grinch and I'm gonna, embrace, yeah. I'm gonna embrace it more this year. Oh, I think nice. so. I think. Yeah, we'll see how long I can take it. Mm-hmm. I listen to Chris. Sirius has its own Christmas um, channel, mm-hmm. like Christmas radio. Yeah, I already started listening to it yesterday. It was like Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. Ooh. And I was singing it in the car on, after we went out to eat with the kids, and they were so horrified by it that I'm definitely gonna do it for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his point is not really just embrace it, yeah, because they're gonna remember. Yeah, that. remember yes. when mom was in the car and was, you know, yeah. eating Annoying. Halloween candy and she's still singing Christmas music. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I hope they do remember that stuff. For yeah. sure. When they could think of Donald Trump or they could think of <laughs> the other stuff that they're probably too young to care about or really should be diving into. Yeah. Because yeah. when I was 10, I don't remember politics. I mean, maybe yeah. that was the Bill Clinton thing, but that's the only yeah. thing that might have jumped out. So to me, yeah, let's just let's get back to that. Let's get back to getting rid of the. I think Bill Clinton taught me about oral sex. I was in fourth mm-hmm. grade. Yeah. Like, oh, he gross. Yeah. Kitty Dukakis yeah. taught <laughs> me about alcoholism. Who did? So, oh. Kitty Dukakis. Yeah. Oh, wow. She drank. Uh, <laughs> 
Dukakis. <laughs> poor Dukakis. Uh, she was an alcoholic. I think I remember like hearing something when I was a kid that she drank rubbing alcohol when she was desperate for oh, alcohol. No. Yeah. Yeah. So just to bring the whole room down, that's what I uh, <laughs> learned about was uh, you learned about oral sex and I learned about uh, the far reaches of alcoholism and how far down someone will go for, you know, their fix. Thanks, so, politics. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, our timing was perfect because it was uh like sex ed week in fourth grade <laughs> and um all of a sudden like this yeah. happened and mm-hmm. like my teacher like just brings it up she's like well we gotta talk about it because it's like sex ed week do you and With fourth like, graders yeah yeah, yeah. but I, that's i'm like i look back and i'm like man my teacher was pretty progressive teaching yeah. the yeah. fourth graders she like yeah. taught the whole classroom like how to use a how tampon. To give a job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like that. not your friend. This doesn't fit, Miss Jamison. That's not how you touch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's my understanding that you don't wiggle your fingers over the penis. No. But. Yeah. So you're not supposed to stick into the VCR. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's what, like back on Netflix. They should, you know. Everything like if Big Mouth was a thing when I was a kid, yeah, oh, it would have yeah. been so much better. I don't even know what that is. So it's a cartoon yeah. about kids going through puberty. Oh, and they're in that age range, and they get different hormone monsters that cool. walk them through. Like, and then they end, uh, end season two, they get the Shame Wizard. Yeah, comes out and he's like, everybody's in shame because they're going through things. Yeah, if they just had like that should be sex ed. Yeah, uh, maybe toned down a little bit. Okay. Some of yeah. it's pretty aggressive. Okay. Like one of the characters constantly fucks a pillow. Ooh. And he thinks it's cool, and then he gets confused because one of the he is one of the cushion seats is, ends up being a guy. Oh, so he's no. really confused. He's like, "Should I be worried that was a guy?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, did it's you funny, like? Yeah. Did is you that, like? Is that character guy? Japanese? No, uh, oh. it's he's from the league, Jay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. um, Rafi. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's funny. Yes, it's, was that a b- Japanese body pillow joke? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Do, do other <laughs> cultures have body pillows like that? I only know because my know brother's that... like in an anime, and so I'm like, mm. well, I was like, whoa, what is that? Why do you need a life size pillow? It's like, I... well, this is what people do. I almost bought my friend. <laughs> oh, I'm clueless to that. Oh, body pillows? Yeah. No, Japanese body pillows. Okay. Yeah, that have people on them. Yeah. 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 Anime I bet my D and D kids have that because I'm the D and D advisor. You are. Oh, oh so the Demi Gorgon. Change your thing. like even more. Uh, I gotta get you guys out of here. I only have a minute left with you guys. Oh, okay. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome. What's uh? What do you guys got coming up in life? Anything exciting? I don't know. I kind of want to go to Olive Garden because I passed <laughs> it on the probably way. Probably gonna eat because I haven't been to Olive Garden in, since I was pregnant. Yeah. The breadsticks. I don't know. It just sounds really good, but I don't want to go by myself. Are so. you asking if I yeah. want to go to Olive Garden? <laughs> I'm wondering if you go to Olive Garden. <laughs> I can make that happen. This is why I love you guys because you guys are. You guys make. Stupid things, so exciting! Oh my god, I, I would I wholeheartedly disagree. But we make stupid things stupider. Yeah, we make <sighs> everything stupid. I think uh, that's uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But thank you. Maybe yeah. that's yeah. Maybe I'm just uh, wrongly attributing the direction of exciting things stupid. Way to go! I could definitely get on board with we make exciting things stupid. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you again, you guys. Thank, Thank you, man. you. Any last words, Dal? I would just say, uh, keep it, keep it uh, quality under pressure. Oh, I like that. I don't know. I was trying to think of something. I know. Here we go. We did it. <laughs> Whew, My ears feel sweaty. <laughs>